the Rock Plane, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True, and joining me today, he's been asked to headline the Outside Festival with all his favorite outdoor journalists. It's Justin Hausman. <laughs> that would me. That's just me. That's just me. I'm, <laughs> You're the only one. It's just me. Yeah. Welcome to the festival. <laughs> just you up there on stage. <laughs> I'm going to be hosting a roundtable on outdoor journalism. Ready? <laughs> All right, so today on the show, we're going to hit the mailbag, hit a few outdoor headlines, get caught up in what Justin and I have been up to over the past couple of weeks. But first, we're recording this on a Friday, which means the weekend has arrived. Justin, what do you, what do you got planned for the weekend? I'm planning on drinking some long weekend coffee. Oh, you got the cue. <sighs> when you want you 50% more weekend. <laughs> Drink long weekend. It's in the mug. Do you have any weekend plans? Yes, lots of plans. Tonight is the uh, next town over does their, like, block off the downtown and all the merchants let the kids go in the wild. It's pretty rad. Those, like, bands and, like, a, you know, beer carts nice. and stuff like that. It, you can't even move. So it's just, like, all the other parents you see every day, you're just like, hi, 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 like, down this, yeah, like, yeah. huge street. So that's tonight. Wasn't going to surf. I was all excited to surf, but the, the you're, oh God, it's really bad. It's really, really bad. Yesterday was looked like a fun day, but it's really windy today and tiny, so no surf. So I'll be outside a lot. I'm just going to be, you know, in, in costume and or. What are, you, what are your kids dressing up as for Halloween uh, this year? Well, I mean, well, it's the plan so far, but this is, you know, who knows, uh, is they're both witches and they look really cute. Whatever you're doing this weekend, be sure to start your day with long weekend coffee. With four blends of coffee, Long Weekend is your go-to pre-adventure coffee for all your adventures, not just on the weekend. Head to longweekend.coffee, enter the promo code ROCK10 to get 10% off your first order today. Long Weekend Coffee. More weekend, please. All right, so we're going to get into the mailbag. we got a few letters. Uh, there's one I want to address specifically about it. It was on an episode that I did solo. Uh, I don't know if you heard my episode about the rules for living in a mountain town. Uh, and... I, did, I wrote no. that episode because uh, I I have very po- specific point of view about the mm-hmm. the worst type of mountain town people and how you know they're constantly telling you how wonderful it is that they get to live in a mountain town and so one of the rules I had was talk about know, their pumpkin rides and stuff they get to go on every Halloween. You're not in a mountain town. That was cool. Okay, but this good. is but, but I have the I think I called it the Colorado corollary or something like that. Where because people in Colorado love to tell you they live in Colorado. They and sure like, do. Just don't do that. You know, it's like they'll never say, "Hey, I'm from Winter Park." They'll say, "I'm from Winter Park." Colorado, you know, and so, uh, so I got an email. It says, "Dear Rock Fight, I'm writing to say that while I usually like the show, I disagree with the view you hold on Coloradans as you portrayed them in your episode about mountain towns. Mm-hmm. I moved to Colorado 12 years ago, and while no place could ever be perfect, I think this place this place is the best of what the outdoors has to offer. So I think it's great if people proudly say our state name after they say the town in which they live. <laughs> Maybe you should try it so you can understand it for yourself." I promise I won't hold this against you, and we'll keep listening to the show sincerely. Jesse from Salida. Colorado. I mean, I don't think I don't think people who live in California need any more um, impetus to like brag about that. Yeah, I especially down here, like yeah, Southern you California. In, you live in San Diego, man. I mean, like as far as as far as the rest of the world knows, you live in the best place in the world. I mean, I I, I know San know Diego what? sucks, and you know San Diego sucks. San Diego rules. I think the that is, but that, and I say this. Whether I liked living here or didn't like living here, I don't have to say California. Yeah, isn't that nice? <laughs> they go, hey, where do you live? I go, San Diego. And everyone goes, oh, oh, okay. You it's, know, it's, it's, a, like, it's, it's hard when you, when you move out of a place like that because, I mean, I don't – San Francisco for a long time, you know, like 15 years or whatever. Like, where do you live? San Francisco. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Got it. Right. Now, Got it's it. like, I don't know, Marin County. Do people know where that is? Like, if, it depends right. on – 
the Bay Area, I guess, but which I am absolutely in the Bay Area, but like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really quite feel like the Bay Area. It's weird. It, that's what I mean. It, that's what I mean, Jesse. It's a little bit extra salt in the wound. It's like you could, if you say Denver, I know where Denver is. If you say Boulder, I know where Boulder is. If you say a town I don't know, like if you're not from, if you're not part of the outdoor community and you say Salida, where, you know, where this writer's from, it's just like, like, oh, where's that? And then you get to say Colorado. And it's like, oh, that carries a little cachet on its own to people who don't know. But it's just the forcing it down my throat. Let me make sure, let me make sure I tell you. Well, that I live in Colorado. That always, drives me crazy. It's easy to tell though, because they're they're always wearing that fucking Colorado hat with the. Oh, with, I know. So it's like I know where you live. Yeah. You you lived in a lot of different places though. Like, where do yeah. you feel like? I mean, what do you what, where like if where is home? So home by birth is well, yeah, but I mean, like to you, like it, like like in where, here, it's New England. Like okay. you know that 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 feels like because I moved there to live there from Pennsylvania. Um, it doesn't, you know, I don't have the, like any nostalgia to move back. We were just there actually a week ago and I, and I'm, I'm good. Um, I really, the thing is I, and I, I shit on Colorado because they kind of give me the opportunity to so much. I, I like Colorado. Well, of I course like you going do. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's spectacular. It's spectacular. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Right. But I just feel like you're doing it a disservice by constantly pumping its tires. Like does, yeah, we, we know it's great. It's well, cool. it's because it's every. I mean, I don't. There are probably ninety percent people that are just still still excited to live there. I mean, twelve years isn't really that long, you know. Like that's, you're probably still just stoked to be there, you know. Like, right? I get it. I, it's fun. Totally. But also, you if, if you're getting if the more you brag about something, the more you open yourself up to being. Well, that's mocked. it. And the larger point of the episode was like, you know, I, I bristle and I bristle because I used to do this back in the early days of social media, and so now when, when people do the the humble brag of like, here's a view of this meadow with a mountain with a little fresh snow on top. And it's not, wow, look at this amazing thing I saw and experienced. It's I'm so blessed. I get to live here. I'm like, shut up. Shut I would, up. I would appreciate it more if they just owned it a bit more and we're like, isn't this, Me too. you know, but just be like, yeah, Colorado better than where you live or whatever. Just, just be, just be a dick about it. Just fully own it and embrace it. Right. That's cool. That's fine. Right. Just, they want to say something. And they can't resist the urge, but they also want to try want and soften you the edges. They want you to be like, oh, wow. Yes. You do? What a great decision that you made. Oh, that so jealous. Almost, I wish I could live in a place like but that. But I just can't. You did it, and I couldn't. I couldn't make it work, but you made it work. Somehow you and the 8 million other white people <laughs> made it work. How did you do it? <laughs> but yeah, so Jesse, I did live in Colorado for a year, uh, and I tried it. So I, I kind of went, and I also... I lived in several different mountain towns. I feel very confident in my uh, my expertise on this topic, but I appreciate the letter. Um, one other email we got was from our boy uh, Phil, up in uh, T- Tacoma, Phil. Not truly Tacoma, but you know, we call him Tacoma Phil. I wrote a uh, an outdoor movie review on All Is Lost, which is the Robert Redford, J.C. Chandor movie where it's just him on a boat uh, and trying to survive. Um, and Justin, you said you haven't seen it. I think you really will like it. But I was a little disappointed in our boy Phil because he wrote that uh, all is lost definitely makes me want to go outside because five minutes in, I found it so boring, I turned it off and did something else. (laughs) That's pretty good, Phil. (laughs) Now, I had respect for his opinion until he said, the best outdoor movie is obviously Big Wednesday. Wait, wait, he said that or you said that? He said that. Huh. And I think that is one of the worst fucking movies oh, I've ever seen in my wow, entire life. Wow, wow, wow. Outside of the Greg McGillivray. No, no, the Greg McGillivray surfing photography is great. But it is unwatchable as a narrative movie. Go ahead. You think Big Wednesday <laughs> is unwatchable as a narrative movie? I think it was, it was so hard to sit through. I couldn't get there. I almost didn't make it the whole way through it. But how I, about, I, I watch it. How in the world could you watch the peak Gary Busey and think that? 
Like, he, Gary Busey's now, and he's just off the well, rails. That's he's big. off the rails then? <laughs> Leroy the Masochist? I mean, come on. I liked him better in Point Break. Yeah, maybe I did too. I don't. I I, I don't know. Big Wednesday <laughs> might be a movie. It might really appeal. And I'm not saying you know. I know that you that you surf, but like it might be yeah, more ish. appealing to like longtime surfers because we kind of grew up with it. Sure. Um, if you watched it as a kid, I think that's the difference. I didn't watch it till like three years ago. I can't even tell. You, I can't even tell you how often I think like when I'm hungover and I paddle out, which doesn't happen much anymore, but it used to happen all the time. And I'm, I just <laughs> I just think back to uh, Matt Johnson, just like just drunk as fuck and still just like just. You know, styling away at Malibu, people just being in awe. I do think, and like, that look, no, no, you're, dude, you're dead wrong. I'm sorry, you're dead wrong. Like, e- even remove surfing from the equation. I mean, like the like getting out of the draft and like, uh, gosh, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like it's got a lot of like a pretty poignant like coming of age tale. How old were you the first? How old were you, or where were you at the, what point in your life Absolutely the first time you saw no. it? I was probably like all fired up on surfing. You know? Yeah, I think that's kind of the thing, right? It's it's a, some of these things do matter where where you are in your life when you see them and how important they are to you. Like I think of a uh, like you ever see Young Blood, the uh, Patrick Swayze Rob Lowe hockey movie? I've never even heard of this, but I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh, Keanu Reeves' uh, first first performance ever. Are actually. you he's a goalie. shitting yeah, it's me? It's the first time he's in a movie. He's, he's barely in it, but yeah, he's the goalie. How did this movie escape my attention? Yeah, well, see, this. I mean, I saw that, and about it became like my, especially my freshman year in college. We played hockey, and we watched that movie like every single day. And then I rewatched it a few years ago. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not. That <laughs> well, yeah, that yeah, happens all the time. Kind of, and I saw, so I wonder if Big Wednesday is kind of the same thing. Yeah, it could guys. be. It could be. It could yeah, be. Yeah, but yeah. I'm going to look past all the bad parts. What was it? Phil also mentions. It's a great story, and even as Mr. Pipeline in his best role since Conan the Barbarian, you know. Um, that, that is so fucking funny to me. Like, yeah, like I, Jerry like Lopez, Jerry Lopez come showing surf. up. Like, you know. Oh, Malibu's going off? I got to fly out to California to surf this, <laughs> to surf a right. right. <laughs> all right, see, there's chinks in the armor. There we yeah. go. All right. <laughs> but anyway, all right, well, Phil, thanks as always for writing in, buddy. But uh, maybe, yeah, you may have just inspired a, a future episode. We'll have to do the, uh, the big Wednesday breakdown or something like that. That'd be kind of fun. So first up this week, the Leatherman Tool Group, maker of the Leatherman Multi-Tool, reportedly launched an insider rewards program, giving customer giving customers insider rewards and offers. The program awards customers points for interacting with the brand when making purchases and leaving product reviews on its website. Insiders earn point, points for their purchases and engagement. They progress through t- three program tiers, select, premier, and elite, each level with a growing set of benefits. You know, I... I only bring this up because, you know, I, I get why brands do stuff like this. It's just it's an odd choice uh, from from my point of view because it's talking about Leatherman. Like, it's just this sort of I've, – I've had a one Leatherman my whole life. I think I got it in, like, 1998. Like, legitimately, I've had it since the 90s, you know, when I was working at Eastern Mountain Sports in Peabody, Massachusetts. So – I don't know, like getting repeat business here for other kinds of products, uh, I don't know, it's an interesting take. What do you think? Well, first of all, every time Leatherman comes up, I just, do people know that that's named after the man that founded the company? Do you think the people know oh, that? I didn't know that. I didn't Tim know Leatherman. That. I didn't know that. How insane is it that that's his last name? That's incredible. Anyway, he's on the homepage. Like the homepage. greatest last name of all he's time. He's on that's the homepage. Like a superhero name. If you go to the homepage, the guy with the red apron on. That's Tim Leatherman? That's Tim Leatherman. Anyway. A um, great name for that product. I know, right? Like, it didn't, wouldn't have mattered what he made. It was going to work. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't, I don't, don't understand because you really don't. The, I mean, what do you, like, there are people bragging about having the Leatherman that their grandpa used, you know, like, or whatever, <laughs> their dad used, you know, so it's like, they, these things don't break, <laughs> you know, like, say what you will. I like to make fun of multi-tools because I, I think they're kind of, 
sort of just pointless, but at the same time, they don't really break. You really don't need more than one. Well, and if you like, look at the, what the rewards ex- by level, the first one is the 40-year extended warranty, which is basically what? saying that, like, we know we're not going to have to service thing or give you another one for at least 40 years. <laughs> I mean, I guess they do have a bunch of accessories that would be kind of that's i guess maybe that's the idea right you earn mm. you earn points because there's like a blade sharpener which is i mean you don't need a special leatherman one but okay uh maintenance kit the fancy holsters ratchet driver which to me still absolutely hilarious just get it just just get just get a real tool <laughs> i mean do you know how complicated that must be like oh i'll just get my my multi-tool out and this little tiny bit i have that goes onto it by the time you've done that, I could have gone and got my giant toolbox full of 800 different kinds of ratchet drivers. Uh, anyway, I, this, I guess, you know, sure. I probably wouldn't buy all these things independently, but I guess if I was earning points, I might get some of the stuff. Yeah, I, I was trying to wonder, like, I, having sat in some of these rooms, I tried to figure out the internal conversation that led to this, right? Because obviously this is a rollout. This was a, this was an initiative. Somebody pitches this. They have to do the creative work that leads to it. They have to set it up so that somebody can manage it, all that stuff. And... I don't know. Like we're obviously we're praising the brand. If you listen, we're not we're not you know we're we're not saying that it's a bad brand. It's a great product. That's a really good good product. All these things, but you know (laughs) the other stuff on their website, like branded apparel. Like I don't see them as that kind of brand, right? I'm not just going to go out and like if someone gave me a Leatherman sweatshirt, it's not like I would I wouldn't wear it, but I also wouldn't be like, oh man, I got it. I think I got all my points from Leatherman so I can go get a hoodie. I mean, um, honestly, that's probably the idea, right? Because, like, what do you open? What if you get all a bunch of points, right? I, yeah. And you're like, well, I don't really, I don't really want to deal with these little fussy bits. But I like Leatherman. I'll, I'll buy this. I'll buy this shirt. And now you're mark. Now you're a walking Leatherman ad. So like, it makes it does kind of make sense for Leatherman, I suppose. Well, good luck, Leatherman. We'll keep an eye on that. The next story comes to us from Sunto, who is released. Is that how you pronounce that? Isn't it? Is that not how you pronounce? I think it, it is, but I don't. I actually have no idea. I've watched enough yeah. hockey and stuff. I probably I'm pretty good. Wait, they're they're Finnish, right? I believe so. Yeah, it's like I'm pretty good with, with names like that. But I don't know what else. I guess you could say Sunto, Sunto. I'm gonna say Sunto. The Sunto Wing. And according to the press release, always on the lookout for the perfect solution. Today, Sunto became the first sports company to present a new audio product developed by athletes for athletes. The new Sunto Wing open ear sports headphones featuring bone conduction technology. Unlike traditional headphones that transmit acoustic vibrations through the air, the Sunto Wing uses more innovate, a more innovative method of sound transmission, which I find funny because you said you've already used one of these things, so you're not inventing anything. Oh, well, no, just, no, no. Bone-conducting headphones have been around for a super long time. Yeah, these things are interesting to me. I, I you know, I, I think gear companies, yeah, these guys, especially technology-focused gear companies, they tend to get a little too cute with things. It's like, let's have another thing. Like, and it's just obvious, like, we're just trying to, you know, fuck with right. stuff that works because we have to make stuff. I'm kind of intrigued by this, though. I, you know, I am a person who likes to run or ride or hike with AirPods in, um, and I always make sure it's at a volume that I can still hear the outside world. But, you know, mistakes can happen. So, like, I'm curious at the effectiveness of this. You said you've actually used this before. Like, what was your experience using the bone conduction, you know, technology? Is it pretty kind of amazing? Does it just sound like you're listening to headphones? I wish I'd, I, I wish, no, no, not exactly. And I wish, um, I wish I had used them more recently, but I have a pair from a brand called Shocks. I'm actually looking at their website right now. Anyway, I have a, um, I, I had some glasses uh, that that had that technology in it. They were pretty sweet. Um, yeah, they work fine. Like you can, the cool thing about it is is you can hear outside noises, right? So like, 
you could have them. I, I, I used them all writing a bunch and, uh, you could still, you could hear someone coming up behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, you could hear if there was like a siren, you know, like that kind of stuff. The music isn't as like rich and like the, at least on these, I, I don't know. Maybe these are better, you know, like the, these, the ones, the Sunto ones look like they're way more around your ear and stuff. Like these are literally the ones I had, they, whatever the, whatever the like vibrating thing was, was just in the frame of the glasses. Okay. So, um, there was nothing else. That, I, they may have wrapped around your ear a little bit, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, it's cool. I just, I don't know. I, I, I find it distracting a little bit. I think personally to listen to music or podcasts or something like that while I'm out. Um, I just, the other day I was on a ride and, uh, there was, it was like a fire road, really pretty, really pretty road that a lot of people hike down to. And it's just so annoying when you would run, come up behind people that are on, that have headphones at, cause like they can, you know, like, especially over the ear headphones, like I'm wearing now, which is pretty common around, you know, people that go for a jog with like beats on or whatever. And it's just like, they can't I've never understood that. I've, I, it, I think the AirPods actually do a pretty nice job of filtering out. Even when it's loud, usually like if you have, you can hear stuff around, I'm not justifying it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But also I don't understand people who, I, not even from the, you hear people coming up when you have over the ear headphones, it's like you get sweaty. Like I don't oh, get it. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's not even true. comfortable. I use I use them in the gym, but like I haven't thought. But they, but um, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I I just I I don't know. Do do what you want. I just I find it to be uh, a bit distracting. And like I mm-hmm. used the shocks a few times, and I I it's I think if I was if I was if you're doing like huge mileage days purely for fitness love, I could totally imagine just like putting on a podcast and just kind of zoning out and just like and just eating miles. Like especially if you're running right, or whatever. Right. But I don't know. Like, I feel like I like to hear myself think, and I just find them really distracting. Uh, oh, see, I hate myself, so I can't listen to myself think. <sighs> but that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> no, I, I do have a noisy head, and it will... And that doesn't go away when you're, like, running or whatever? It, it does if I'm listening to something. <laughs> what do you listen to? Do you listen to podcasts or music? I listen or both? to mostly podcasts, and it's some, some of and then and sometimes and then I just want to like zone out and listen to music. But I kind of I like the it's almost like a white noise. It's not like I'm sitting there like I'm jamming out to this and getting pumped up while mm-hmm. listening to it. some. Sometimes like if you're feeling low, it's nice you put a song on or whatever and it kind of fires you up a little bit. But yeah, I, I just need that kind of not need. You're, I, so you're lonely out there on the trail. You want to? It's like having the TV on when you're home by yourself. Kind of, because the other thing I do, especially with, if you're using AirPods, is like, that's, you know, like people back in the day had their correspondence where they would write letters every day. It's like, well, I'm going to catch up on phone calls while I'm out walking the dog or hiking or something. Not when I'm riding or riding a bike or, or running, but if I go for a little hike on the trails around here, I'll call my mom, you know, and it's like, hey, get caught up. It's just kind of go kill two birds with one stone kind of thing. So do you, not including your children or your wife, but you personally, do you yeah. have the TV on if you're not watching it? No, my wife does that. Okay. My wife will can't, she'll work and and be writing and stuff with uh, the TV on. That's fine. She can't do music. I can have music on as background noise and do whatever I want. But the TV, I'll just stop whatever I'm doing and start watching whatever's on the television. I thought maybe you just like couldn't have silence. I um I I ha- occasionally if I'm uh like you know dispersed camping somewhere remote and I'm on like a day hike or whatever. Like sometimes I will I'll like get high and like put on headphones and like just play like Neil Young or some, or like, uh, um, fleet foxes or something that's like super like, <laughs> like outdoorsy and like whatever. And like, that's pretty, that's pretty sick. You like that's pretty granola. fun. You know, the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Take my pants off. 
That's pretty fun. You know, just out, just fully Picking naked. Your pants off just is super fun. Fully naked, <laughs> just a pair of bedrocks, just high as balls, just. just <laughs> only, the, only the mountain clogs too. It gets me. Can't yeah, be. <laughs> that's how we do it in California, Colorado. That's right. Eat that, Jesse. Um, but I, uh, I'll do that sometimes, I guess. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just would prefer mostly. I, I think. I think for me, the I don't really care what you do. I, I I've softened my militantly anti-music in the backcountry thing. Like, if you want to play some music somewhere because you're like you're not used to being out there. That's part of your life. And it, it hasn't really occurred to you to do otherwise. Like that's, I'm not going to necessarily get mad anymore about that sort of thing. But like, especially around here, especially around here, like we can't ride mountain bikes in that many places. So I don't come out here with that your headphones on that. and yeah. be like, oh, 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 as I pass you, it's like, fuck off. Like I, yeah. I purposely have been like letting my hub go zzz for like a hundred yards and reluctantly going on your right, on your right. And you're just like got Beyonce going. It's just like, that's not my problem. Eat some eat eat some mud. So to have technology that is specifically designed so that you know, you know, you can have you can I don't know. It just maybe maybe I'll be interested to see how this goes. If this if this gets tr- traction or not. I mean, it sounds like this technology's been around for a while, and this is just another thing. So we'll it, see. It, 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 I will say the ones I had, it, it, it's a little. It's you can tell it's not like normal. Like it's thinner. Mm-hmm. It's a bit thinner. You don't hear it like in the same way. Obviously, yeah. Um, but yeah. it works just fine. Last thing I want to talk about, I talked about this on a podcast earlier this week, and I'm going to have another episode about it next week, but uh, Kyle Frost, who's, uh, I guess he's an independent journalist, um, writes about outdoorsy topics, had an article this week talking about Outside Magazine's newly announced Outside Festival, which is a consumer-focused festival happening next year, and they're hoping, in their words, their words, these are not my words, their words, to be the South by Southwest of the outdoor industry. And the event is planned for the first week in June in downtown Denver. It's bringing together gear, music, film, consumers, and where, industry. Where is Denver? I can't. It's, uh, oh, that's, um, it's like Alabama, I think. It's in the southeast. Ah, okay, yeah. perfect. Big, yeah. big outdoor hub. Biggest outdoor hub I think we have. Huh. Yeah. I'll check it out sometime. Right? <laughs> so the, the event will incorporate the Big Gear Show and a number of different activation zones that brands can sponsor. The Big Gear Show, of course, is the, the outdoor retailer alternative. They've been trying to get started the last few years, sounds like with varying degrees of results. There will be a measure of free access, but music headliners, films, keynotes, and panels will likely be ticketed experiences sold through a multi-day festival pass, and the event has the support of Colorado's Outdoor Recreation Industry Office, as well as the mayor of Denver, uh, of Denver and their governor. You know, so I had some thoughts on this on, on Monday's episode. Like I said, I'll have Kyle on next week. I'm kind of dying to get your point of view on this, though. I mean, are you ready to, you know, just jet off to Denver and indulge in all of the ways outdoorsy people live their lives? I hate festivals. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I don't, the, the, uh, I don't really ever want to go to any festival of any kind, way, shape, or form. But, but, but. Uh, and I don't know what happens in South by Southwest either. I sort of assume people, I thought people were kind of down on that now. Isn't that considered lame? It's a little like jumpy the shark kind of thing, I think, right? You know, it's a little jump, jumped a little bit. I think the, uh, it's, it's, it's music in movies, right? I mean, I like, I, I think that I, like, I, I liked going to OR before like the pandemic and everything collapsed and changed and stuff. Like it was pretty fun. Um, and if that had been like less marketing, well, more, less like business E marketing and more just like it was outside and there were like bands and like beers and it was just a place to go like hang with like other people that work in the industry. That would have been super fun. Um, 
But you and probably if, wouldn't have gone though. I mean, that's kind of the point I made on the pod. Is I, it's like I, people, I think I would have. I think I would have because like the, we're not. You know, I was going just to you know basically just to see what's going on. And mm-hmm. to like show an, uh, an adventure journal face, but like we weren't like buying things or selling, ads, you know, selling ads or stuff. There, we just went to kind of be there, and so but you had meetings and stuff like that, right? You saw no, brands. And well, yeah, that's really. true. That's true. Yeah. No, that I did, but like that. Even still, that was honestly that was just like kind of just to do it. Like it was more just to like get a face out there and like and like or like put a, a face to names of people that you only deal with online. So right, I really, I mean, if this is if this is this isn't really, but this isn't like a gear show. This is just hanging out. Well, that's what the Big Gear Show is, is trying to be, and they're incorporating that. Like, my point I made on the other episode was that it's, like, people keep saying that, like, we've lost this with OR, like, the gathering of the tribe aspect of it. And, I mean, we agreed. Like, I, I said on the episode, like, I, I have friends I'll probably never see again because I don't go to OR twice a year. However, it, that was not an outdoor event. That was a business event, right? That was a, that was a, that was an industry event that just happened to be, have outdoor elements to it. And we all appreciated these things about it. And that's why, you know, people aren't just going to that now just for the sake of going anymore, because there's no, you know, the money, there's no money to be made anymore. It was about the purchase orders first. And then yeah, media like yourself and everything would come on board as well. Big gear. I think they're missing the point. And the fact that I think they're missing the point with this too, because it's the first thing you said, I don't like festivals. I don't either. And it's like, so if you want to get me to come, because like, frank, frankly, you and I are the target demo for this, right? Are it's we like, though? I mean, we might be too old. Like, I, maybe I, I we're would, old. You know, like the, I'm, I'm 45. Like, I don't want to leave my house unless it's at gunpoint. You know, so it's like, true. I, I, uh, I would, you know, if I was 28, you know, and like I, and either I worked for, you know, it, at least in terms of the big show aspect, like, and I worked in any way in this, I'd probably be right. fired up to go. You know, like. Um, Oh, I was always excited to go, but I also feel like if you said you don't have to, I probably wouldn't because I don't like I'd want to stay home with my family. Well, right? who wants so, to go to Kansas? Yeah, w- which is where Denver is. You know, like I don't really want to go there. Um, I don't either. But uh, I still yeah. feel like they're it's, it's a little too diluted of everything they're trying. They're trying to say it's a little bit of everything, but like you know, all of nothing. And I kind of feel like this is if you watch the the video they put out to attract sponsors. It's Robin Thurston from Outside Inc. and like the governor of California, excuse me, Colorado. How dare I make that mistake? And then, and then like two or three others, like Outside Inc. people. Yeah. And it's like, why didn't you go get like fucking Snoop Dogg and be like, hey man, this is <laughs> oh, gonna be the biggest cool. shit ever? And I'd be like, whoa, they're getting some like big names. I mean, now maybe I'm interested. I don't want to yeah. see Robin Thurston in a spandex bike kit recruiting me to the Outside Festival. Yeah, that's true. So, is, that what, is that what the ad is? Yeah, it was. Hmm. Um, well, I don't know because the problem is it's like the things I hated the most about going to OR were like, oh, there's like a thing at this place tonight that I guess I have to go to that like <laughs> such and such a brand is putting on, and like I have to go like small talk with people I don't know for two hours listening yeah. to a band I don't like, right? And like if it turned into that, I'd probably feel the same way. But I, it, the concept makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, I always thought it was kind of ridiculous that we're indoors for something like that anyway. You I know, agree with so that, like, yeah. like have it at a big field. Have your like, dude, like something like I've never even been to Sea Otter, but it looks epic. You know, like it's like have make it fun and like hell yeah, I would go. Like every people seem to enjoy going to Sea Otter. People everyone seem to keeps like, trying to say we need OR to come back or we need the big gear show. I'm like, can everyone just look at what's happening at Sea Otter? I don't know if there's a trade aspect to it, but it'd be way oh, easier to add a trade. Is there? Okay, because yeah. it'd be way easier to add a trade aspect to Sea Otter that already has the infrastructure and have it become like, hey, the cycling like business stuff happening over here while all the consumer stuff is happening over here. That's the model, as far as I'm concerned, because it's just like we don't. The floor plan for Winter OR came out this week, and it's. I mean, I said on the episode, I'm like, yeah, let's just call it, guys. It's over. It's just over. Like it's just over. You know, there's like the biggest brand I saw was like 
I think Cliff is going to be there, but it's also, you know, really... Dave's socks. <laughs> I think Dave's socks would be very welcome. <laughs> I kind of think we're kind of missing the, like, Frisbee tossing kind of, like... Let's eat. Let's let's go. Let's all hacky sack around a little. Like I kind of, I would like to see a bit more of the like funk go back, come back into. Like it's become so athlete fo- forward and athlete focused and like, yep. Um, if just like pushing yourself and doing all this. It's like where I hate that. Like frankly, I don't know. I don't know. I get why people are into that, but like that shouldn't define what it means to be like an outdoor person, right? Like, oh, like it does. If you want to, really sl- like, I slacklining counts. Like go fucking slack line. Like like frankly, get, it's more important. I can run. I ran. I ran an. I ran two ultra marathons. I can't slack line. See, <laughs> I I, I, I kind of I, I miss that a little bit. You know, like I, yeah. I that that I think outdoor culture is more fun when it's when it's way more dirt baggy. And so I don't know. I'm sure the tickets are going to be 500 bucks, so there won't be a dirt baggy element. But how cool would it be if this thing ended up being like a bunch of people in sleeping in their cars? And like having a good time and like meeting folks and like planning trips and events. Like that could be cool. I would like to see that sort of thing go on in the outdoor I, world more. I agree with the brief. <clears throat> I agree with exactly the, 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 uh, the gathering of the tribe thing. I, I, I think with the miss here, and one reason I'm dubious, I can just be honest, be not a great track record lately. You know, the NFT thing, you know, the AI chatbot thing you and I talked about. It's like, it's sort of a, oh, I have an idea. Let's rush it to the public. And same thing here when, you know, you boot up that video and here comes the same acoustic guitar that probably like 90% of outdoor podcasts start with. So like, oh, okay, now I'm an, I'm in an outdoorsy space and there's somebody paddling like a ducky and then, oh, boom, there's Robin Thurston. You're like, we're going to have the outside festival in Denver, Colorado. And oh, and here's Governor Polis, who's, you know, the governor of Colorado. It's like, yeah, this isn't exciting. You're not enticing me because exactly what you said. If you said to me, if someone said, hey, we're going to have an outdoor event. And it's going to be at Indian Creek in Utah. And you can only, it's going to be like the, a Burning Man style outdoor yeah. event, right? Less, yeah. less you know, uh, free love and raves and more like, bouldering and slacklining. Yeah, I okay. <laughs> I want to go to Indian Creek. That sounds awesome. I've never been there. Like, let's go do that. And I think that's just kind of, the, it feels like everything's a half-baked idea. And it's a reliance on how do we get back to the business, to what happened at Outdoor Retailer. We just won't let that, those days go. Those days are over. You know, so I agree with you. It's missing. I don't think that uh, this is going to be the solution at all. All right, man, we'll wrap it up there. It's not a great news week, but uh, appreciate you coming on and chatting with me about it. Be sure to follow or subscribe to The Rock Fight wherever you are listening to us right now. Leave a comment and a five-star rating. Uh, Justin, what do you have to plug? What do you have going on? I, every, I I'm so buried with, like, AJ Print stuff right now. Like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. So, AJ Podcast? The new AJ is going to be really good. Oh, yeah, the pod. I mean, hell yeah, listen to the podcast. We recorded a couple episodes last week. Uh, I think the Karen kicking one went up today where we where we go over why you should or should not possibly kick Karens. It's kind of a touchy subject with a lot of people. Not um, the ones that actually are trail markers, you're saying, right? The ones some, yes. some well, places. Well, we come around to the it's, – it's, 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 there's an art to knowing which ones are there for a reason, which ones are just superfluous crap. And, like, it's interesting. Different different parks have different rules about them. Like, Yosemite wants you to disassemble any of the ones that you see, whereas, like, oh. Arches is like, absolutely don't. And there's some park in Acadia, I guess, they're considered historical landmarks, and you're, like, not supposed to touch them. So there's some uh, I didn't know it was that deep. Yeah, we, I didn't really either. So that was cool. That's a cool episode. I think that one, that's the one that came out today, I think. All right, so check out the AJ Podcast wherever you get your pods. In the meantime, we'll be back soon with more outdoor ideas at Aim for the Head, the Rock Fights production of Rock Fight LLC. I'm Colin True for 
Justin Hausman. Thanks for listening. And to take us out is Krista Makes from Less Than Jake with the Rock Fight Fight song. We'll see you next time. <laughs>